0: Hello and welcome back to the Behavioural Coach Podcast. In today's episode, let's take a look into excuses. Owning them or owned by them. Now what do I mean by this? Now for an example, I'll, I'll use an experience a time in my life where I was... I was really owned by my excuses and I oh, sorry for that pause there I was just in, in a moment of oblivion because it's quite a it's a difficult one really because when I'm you know when you're owned by your excuses you're, you're you're using excuses as to why you're not owned by your excuses, but there's there's two difficult parts of it. You can be owned by your excuses and know about it, and you can also be owned by them and not know about it. Which is where someone says, "Look, you know you're you're letting your excuses stop you," and you will be like, "Hang on, don't don't say that to me. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not because of this excuse." But then there's also where you you know you've just got your excuses, but they just sort of they still happen you know you keep talking about how you used to do things and how you would do things but 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 but, or I would if or but, and then you sit and you think, "Oh it's just oh, why am I making all these excuses, but you just keep in that rhythm in that pattern with that behavior and the behavior is what we focus on in these podcasts, and that is. The root cause to it all because, you know, the behavior of our thoughts, the behavior of our actions, those behaviors, those habits are what inevitably makes us reach our goals or not. So that's why we need to focus on the behavior, our behavior of our physical and mentally behavior and own it. Taking ownership and making that change, choosing to change. Obviously, We all choose to change, but we can't necessarily change because we haven't got that clarity. So we must find the clarity and make that change. So back to my example. I was at a time in my life where, you know, time was one of my biggest excuses. And and it was an excuse because I used to be so focused on getting more time. That you know, when I had the time, it didn't work for me. So I was desperate to have more time so I could have the life I wanted, so I could make the life I wanted. And um, so I'd even, I'd look to taking time off work or dropping my work to three days a week instead of five so I could have more time to be more productive and achieve more. You know, I wanted the weekends, certain Saturdays that I could have to myself so I could do more and achieve more and be more productive. So... I wanted more time. I kept focusing on when I get this time, when I drop those days, the three days, when I, you know, have more time. I'm gonna do this and do that and be able to achieve and feel good and look good and be happy. Ultimately our our main goal to be happy and feel comfortable and confident in ourselves. And but I found that when I had the time, I was I was waiting. Do you know what I mean? I was sort of I was sat there waiting and feeling and thinking and feeling and feeling and feeling it was just nothing was happening I remember I thought right over these next two weeks I'm going to take that action and I'm going to have to do three day weeks at work because I need more time and on those days off I just sat there honestly I just sat there and I kept going to the fridge getting food eating food and making cups of teas and I got even further away from my goals because if I was at work I'd at least be active thinking differently and I wouldn't have access to all this food so I wouldn't my health wouldn't decline my body wouldn't decline and I just sat there so that just is a one of a strong example that saying I didn't have that time and wait until I had more time was an excuse because I had that time and then when the weekends came and I had the time I used to sit there and Have an excuse as to why I need to wait until I have more time. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. And especially now I think back and talk about it. it Doesn't make sense at all. Stupid thing is. I'll be brutally honest. I'm still doing it. I'm still that person. But I'm a work in progress. As we all are. So. Time was one of my biggest excuses. Not only this. It's that I'd go to work. And. I became that person I didn't want to be because I just moaned. Now I worked on my own, and I moaned to myself. And then when I used to have get people in to help me with jobs and to do other work, and when they came in to, I used to have somebody in there every two weeks and manage them and help them, and um, and then other contractors, they, I'd moan to them, I'd wait for them, so I could moan to them about. What I didn't like, what happened, what wasn't fair, you know, why I wasn't doing this, why I wasn't happy because of this person or this and that. I became that person that I I didn't want to be and I don't want to be. I had excuses and it wasn't that I had to e- explain myself. It was because I wanted to convince myself by telling other people because every time I was saying, well, actually, this excuse, this excuse, this is why that... That's actually trying to convince myself that it's okay. I haven't done this or, you know, that this happened. It's okay because I've got an excuse. It's not my fault. I've got this excuse. And that can be a very dangerous road to go down is being owned by your excuses. And I was doing that for a good two two or so years and that really hurt me because you know I don't align with that sort of person I don't want to blame everything else and everyone else but I was hiding behind my excuses I didn't own them I was owned by them I wasn't taking ownership you know and we need to own our excuses and think actually I'm making this an excuse this is my excuse I'm owning I'm owning it and not going to do it I don't want to be owned by my excuses where my excuses are controlling me stopping me from doing something and then everything becomes an excuse. That's what had happened. Now, I was in a lot, I didn't enjoy my career. I wasn't going to the gym. It's not all about the gym and things, but for me personally, I I like to be a disciplined person. I like to work on my health, my fitness, and my overall wealth and health. And I wasn't doing any of those goals. I wasn't working towards anything, I was doing the opposite. You know, I wasn't working on the business. I wasn't working on my fitness. I wasn't working on the health, and I did have plausible excuses. You know, I was renovating a house. I got my first home, and it turned out it needed a full renovation. So not only was I renovating it, I was learning how to renovate it. I hadn't done that before, so I was learning how to plaster, how to pl- do plumbing, how to do basic electric work. You know, I was doing all these new things, learning and and being under this stress. And I was trying to get everything done at once, which was like a year's just trying to do it all in one day. All the renovation that I rushed it and felt horrible. And I had the excuses and they are plausible. However, you know, you have these 24 hours and like we spoke of before, it's priorities. Yes, you've got a house and you've got to make it livable because you and your partner are living in it. You know, that's a priority and it's got to be done. But you've got to remember that. You are a priority as well, because if you've got this house, you know, and you're living in it, but your your mental health isn't there, your physical health isn't there, you know, it's not going to be the same. You can live in, you know, an unfinished property or a shed or a tent or, you know, just brick and mortar. You can live in that. And if you've got your mental health and your happiness because you've worked on yourself, you can be OK with that. You could have absolutely everything. You could have the biggest twenty million mansion and all the Ferraris in the world and all the nice bed sheets and cakes and things. But if you're not there mentally and physically, if you're not, you know, got ownership of your mind and not being owned by your emotions, none of it's going to matter. So I know the priorities. Uh, you know, the house and work and money and your relationship and. You know, at this point, I then got a puppy and it it was, you know, being there for the puppy, which is, again, a plausible excuse. It's a priority. You know, I took this on board. I've got to take action, take responsibility and be there for it to make sure it's safe and healthy and grows and has fun. You see, so these are plausible excuses. But then again, you've got to take time in your day. It's not necessarily having a week and taking time in your week. It's about finding time in your day to take care of your mind and to take care of your your body, you know your nutrition, and I see nutrition as what you're feeding your body, what you're feeding your mind and what you're speaking, what you're listening to, what you're seeing, believing, and eating you know you've got to take care of yourself, so there are excuses and there are plausible excuses, and there are stupid excuses but they're all excuses you, you've, we've got to find the time we've got to prioritise ourselves and our health mentally and physically because at the end of the day if we've got everything but our health mental health and physical health then it won't be the same so I found myself even when I had time you know I had these excuses but but as I got older and became more and more of what they call an adult I I have less and less time and, and I know now that as I get older and older and older I'm gonna have less and less and less time so even though I believe I'm there now that I've got no time now I've got to take action because then in the future I'm gonna have even less time because once you have a family children this you know things are gonna take time so I need to not only Act on my time now, but I need to get in that routine of making the time, prioritizing my time, and actually being more organized and efficient with my time. Because I need to be of my mental health, my physical health for my future family, you know, for my children, for my puppy, for my girlfriend. I need to be there physically and mentally. And the only way I can do that is to focus on myself, is to grow myself you know healthily and positively and I can't do that if I'm hiding behind excuses plausible or not so somehow we need to prioritize things and we need to make the time you know we spend a lot of time on our phones watching tv watching netflix watching prime amazon prime whatever it is You, you know we're losing time there I know you, we do need some downtime, but when we're watching telly or on our phones, we are in a state of hypnosis, and time just goes. And it's not necessarily good for us. We're taking in all these things on our phones. We're taking in or we're taking in all of the, you know, what we're looking at other people's profiles on social media. We're taking it in that oh, I wish I had that. I wish I looked as happy as them, and it's not all real. But that's what we're taking in. When we're watching telly, you know, the news, we're being fed by all this fear. We're taking that in. A program, we might watch something violent or horror. We're in a hypnotic state. We're taking that in and we're also giving away our time. It is our time we're actually losing. You know, it's not the cost of the Netflix monthly or the Amazon Prime. Or it's the time we're using watching it. That's the cost of it. The time of our lives. And it's what we could be doing instead of that. And it's also when you get up late for work and you rush and you get in that state of rush and anger in the morning and then you continue your day the same, you know, is it worth sacrificing like an extra half an hour of sleep, just getting up half an hour earlier and doing something for yourself, doing that meditation, reading that book, having a cold shower, having a workout, studying for a business, studying for an exam, being peaceful, dancing to music, drinking a cup of tea, something for you to work on you. And I know that when you're in a difficult place and you're you're owned by your excuses, getting up in the morning is, is bad enough and hard enough. You know, you feel physically and mentally ill. That's how I felt. I felt so ill. I used to be a morning person. I'd get up before work and I'd swim for an hour. I'd work all day. I'd train in the gym for an hour and a half in the evening. Get up early, swim, cold shower. You know, it was easy then. It was hard to begin with, but it got easy when you're in that routine. But now I can't get in the routine for some reason. I wake up and I feel so ill. I feel no energy and tired and ill. It's physically ill because I I had nothing in my, my day that was motivating me to be a better person. I was stuck behind the excuses and doing things I didn't align with and didn't want to be. Those excuses were owning me. You know, I was owned by my excuses, but I needed to take ownership and own my excuses and move forward, move on, grow. So it's a very difficult thing to come out of though, because you've been practicing, 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 having excuses and using excuses and moaning for a long time. And and they're real. You believe them and they are real. You know, they are real to you. And it's only when we can you know become clear gain clarity as to what we actually want what are excuses what are plausible excuses to actually organize our time organize our priorities organize our excuses you know and then spend some time working on ourselves sometimes we just keep we keep Being fueled by our excuses that if we just started something small, if we just made one change, read one book, watched one clip on YouTube, listened to one podcast, just done one small thing that could help energise us or motivate us for that change, that then becomes fuel to get rid of excuses. But it's just making that happen. Once you've started doing it, it becomes easier. But it can take a long time to actually start becoming easier. But that's where you've got to build that mental resilience. You've got to build that strength there and self-motivate yourself. Because we've also got to be careful when we just look for others for motivation and help as well. We don't want to become dependent on other people. We want to be helped and mentored. But we want to be coached in a way that. We gain the skills and the tools to be able to do it ourselves. It's not about depending on someone. We want to be mentored and guided through being able to be that person ourselves without that help. So excuses is a powerful, powerful, powerful obstacle to overcome. Because you get confronted by these Um, excuses and you don't know you're making them and even when you know you're making them it's effort do you know what I mean, it's effort to get over them and go through them and own them take ownership move forward but we must look at the small steps, must break down what can we do first to stop being owned by our excuses, what steps can we take first to stop being owned by them so Make it a habit that every time you're about to have an excuse or have an answer for something as to why you can't do it or why it isn't your fault but you'd like to, then pause. Or after you've said it, just actually think or at the end of the day, just write down what excuses did you use today? What are plausible excuses? Even though they're plausible, how can you break that down? How can you break it down so you're not actually being governed by that excuse? I know you have to do certain things and the excuses are plausible but how can you break it down still do it but find time for yourself this is your life this is your life it's important that you focus on yourself focus on your mental health your mental wealth you know you might as well might as well achieve what you can achieve at least work towards it because when you start working towards something and you can see it and you see it's possible, that's what motivates you. That's what motivates you. I know, you, like they speak about careers. Once you start, imagine that you have the career that you can only dream of. All right, you have the career you desperately want, and then because this career is your dream, it it becomes easy for you it becomes naturally to it comes to you naturally because it's more of a hobby for you so you can actually perform so high at your job at your career because you you love it you know and then because you're so good at it and you perform well you can acquire a huge profit because you're doing what you love so your focus is 100% there and you're 100% Energized by this because you're aligned with what you want. And then you can live your life. You know, you can be financially free and have the world for your family and for your friends, and then to give back to people. But you can't have all that if you're behind your excuses, if you're owned by your excuses. So we need to look at taking back control having our excuses but just thinking at the end of the day or the end of the week what excuse is actually plausible even the plausible ones look at them and think you know what what can i change there in order to still achieve that but work on myself and by this i mean that one of my excuses was my house to renovate i had no time to do anything for me You know, work on myself or my business or my health because I had to work on the house. Yes, that's plausible, but how can I break that down? How can I still work on the house efficiently and effectively, but also work on myself so next time I go to the house, I don't hate it and work and do a poor job because I'm not working on me? How can I spend more time working on me to feel better when I'm working in the house and get both things done? And then look at what excuses you've got that are just ridiculous that just don't you know you can't have you can have if you're you know you are owned by your excuses but if you take ownership and think actually you know i'm not going to point a finger and say i'm not there because of this person that person or or this situation or that situation you know i could blame that you know that could be but i'm not i'm going to take responsibility and think actually how can i change that how can i change this slowly break it down And stop saying it. Do you know what I mean? Stop saying the excuses. If you have the excuses, that's fine. But every time you say it, you're concreting it. You're making it powerful. When you tell people, oh, I didn't do it because of this, that excuse is embedding into your mind and it's making yourself believe it and then you won't try and change anything. So what excuses are holding you back? And the same applies for something, the goal you're working towards, like your business You know, are the excuses serving you or are they like holding you back? You don't want the things in your life that aren't pushing you and driving you forward. So we need to think, how can we change from being owned by our excuses to owning our excuses? Now, you might have heard it before, but there's... It sounds quite harsh, but as victim mode, as a victim, are you being the victim? Now, that sounds really horrible when you say that to someone. Oh, you're the victim. Are you being the victim? It's like, hang on. But I was stuck in victim mode for like two years where I thought that I couldn't do anything because of my situation. I couldn't leave my job because I don't want to upset someone because they need me But I'm so miserable. I'm not even doing the job properly because I'm so miserable. But I can't leave. I don't want to hurt anyone, you know. Or I can't do this because of this. I haven't got the time. Or my knee hurts. I can't go here. Oh, yeah, but it's all right for you to die. But I can't. I can't. It's all right for you. But I, yeah, but me, if someone's saying how bad they feel, it's like, yeah, but I feel the same. I feel, you know. And then you start feeling sorry for yourself and you sit there and start feeling sorry and you start wishing, but you feel sorry for yourself. That's you know you're the victim and you are you're a victim of your own thoughts. So how do we break out of that victim mode? You know we've got to stop talking from a point of view of being a victim because we're concreting that in. Start talking more powerfully and acting more powerfully. Do not let your excuses make you into the person you don't want to be excuses feel good when you're saying them and using them because it's a way out and a way of comforting yourself but it isn't no good there's no change there there's no growth there sometimes we just need to take ownership decide to take ownership because at the end of the day we control our own minds we control our actions it can be hard and difficult and seemingly impossible but it's not We must take ownership of our excuses and start learning and growing and coming out of the comfort zone. This is where growth happens. So I want at the end of this long blabbering on conversation, just think, you know, what excuses are holding you back? Don't let it hold you back anymore. Break it down slowly. Think it through, write it down so you can see it clearly and actually think, what does it look like on paper? Don't let excuses prevent you from living your life. You know, getting away from excuses is hard. But you're never going to, you know, be the person you want to be, have the million pounds, have the business, have the life of your dreams, the house of your dreams. If you let excuses prevent you from moving forward. Or you become so overwhelmed by excuses that everything is an excuse. And we don't learn by using excuses either. We need to actually try to work out a way to overcome and go through a problem. Not just making excuses. I hope this has helped you in some way. And remember, it's a choice. We have the choice. Do we... Do we make an excuse, do we make an excuse, or do we choose to take ownership and start moving forward, taking action and moving forward?